0: A mistrobe in Hazarta. A day. A day. Give me the power I beg of you.
1: Stop. Awake! You are all going to die
0: tonight.
2: Shut it off. Panda.
0: Shut it off. Panda. I'm drawing a line in the fucking sand here. Do not read the Latin.
2: Welcome to "Don't Read the Latin." Um, I uh, am not being voiced by Lauren Bacall today. Um, <laughs> but that would I, be amazing. That would be amazing. Yes. I know, considering she's dead. Yeah. Um, I we are a week behind uh, because I had the gall to catch walking pneumonia.
1: Yeah, that's finally and the best <laughs> excuse I think we've ever had. It wasn't just, oh, we couldn't make our schedules work this week. Shit <laughs> <laughs> went uh, wrong. Yeah. was walking in the was in the hospital. General. Yeah. General. No, no, no time. Not, not, this
0: not
2: this time. time. Not, not, time. Not, not this
0: time.
1: time. But, but she time. has been hospitalized for this before. Exactly.
2: Right. So. So, and we have guests. So yeah, okay. this is, hello, I'm Jennifer Lovely. Welcome to Don't Read the Latin.
1: I'm Michael
3: Montour. Hey, they always talk about me, Jeff Harris from Fanboy News Network.
0: And I'm Jillian Ventures from Gothic Charm School. So, and
1: so, hey, we're here to do uh, the best horror of 2015.
0: Exactly.
2: But
1: before you do that, I, I have a slight misbehavior I got
3: to get out of the way. Okay. So, a few episodes back, you had been discussing something specifically. Uh, I, I don't know if you were talking about kaiju or what, but you were talking about this comic book that Phil Folio had put out. Oh, yes, yes. That involves yes. a woman with buildings on her in bed and a guy putting on a Godzilla suit. Yes. Jen was like, I'm trying to picture that. So, um, <laughs> I'm not have to picture it. So not gonna have to picture it because I have the own that book. So it's it's the, uh, the Xenophiles Big Book of Fun by Phil Folio. So there's the cover. <gasps> Do
2: you
3: want to take a picture? of that fantastic? You should take a picture of that. <laughs> Put it up yeah. on the
2: oh my god! It's so wonderful.
3: Wait, because <laughs> there's nothing like on a podcast bringing something that's visual.
1: Absolutely. Oh,
2: know. Xenophile. So you this know. is so much more charming. Like, this is adorable. Yeah. yeah,
1: it really
3: is.
2: This is the most adorable thing. I am. This is wonderful. The most
1: adorable
3: cover to a porn it, magazine ever. It's
1: <sighs> Yeah, Xenophile is like the only porn comic ever that I would cheerfully recommend I pretty mean, much a- everyone.
0: It, 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 it is, is really charming. Yeah. It do
1: you want to borrow it? No,
0: I'll get mine. Okay. I'm a hard-on
2: print material.
3: I'm so glad you used the word hard-on when we're talking about a porn <laughs> magazine. <laughs>
0: But yeah.
1: so anyway that's my little here. Oh, I need to get cool. out of the way. Well hand <laughs> so, that to me so you don't inadvertently in, in, yeah, rush so, it. I think we've just launched an entire gothic charm school column there, which obviously <laughs> <all> the, <Well, laughs> yep, well. phrases not to use. <coughs> <laughs>
2: So I'm going to apologize, because I'm just going to be hacking up a storm. Yeah, I don't days. think I'm even going to try to edit it, no, honestly. No, um, it's just it's just the way I, it is. I see I Jeff is coughing, too,
3: because he feels left out. I don't know why it just started when I got in the house. Maybe there's dust. Could be. I can't say.
1: But, I mean, Jen keeps a clean house, but... You
2: do?
1: so. Uh, yeah, there's yeah. a reason we're not podcasting at my place at the moment.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Robots. Uh, well, right. largely, yeah. Robots. Well, but yeah, they haven't cleaned anything, the little lazy fuckers. I, when, I, I
2: when, just, when can we get them trained I, properly? I, I don't know. I don't know. So one thing, I, did you look at our top ten list of last year, and did we mention a girl walks home? Okay, so...
1: Oh, we, we didn't mention um, that in the top ten list of last year, because we didn't mention a girl walks home alone at night until January, was, okay. was the first time we talked so, about it.
2: So um, it, it is our top ten lists, um, and mine expands out a little past top ten, and then I also have... Congratulations, you didn't completely suck. An <laughs> important You category. are barely genre edition. Oh, yeah. And um, the honorable mentions. And the one that I want to bring up as an honorable mention, because it's really, really um, back and forth as to whether or not it was released in 2014 or 2015. Poor, 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 A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. And because it's so... It, it's so gray area as to which year it's technically considered being made available. And yeah. a lot of my stuff is VOD. So it's, it doesn't even technically, I mean, it kind of has release date, but it's, right. it's Amazon, release or, yeah. you know, VOD platform release date. A girl walks home alone and I, I, it's beautiful. It's stylized. Um, I was driving to work the other day and death playing oh. that moment in the, in the movie and that song still, yeah. Absolutely. It makes me no. feel it just makes me feel amazing when I hear it. And the soundtrack, I mean, I ended up buying a bunch of the uh a bunch of the different artists' albums. There's like this uh a couple of them were out of Portland and there was this, yeah. this band that did that specialized in doing kind of like almost a spaghetti western kind of uh Annual yeah. yeah. sound. Uh that was just amazing. And that whole movie was and just stylized so it Wonderful. It was
0: and just and, amazingly just this great visual piece. <coughs> yeah. That that that
1: moment makes me feel just really lighthearted and optimistic about romance. And if you were going to describe me in general, I don't That's think those are words. That I will really, describe you. Yeah, you know, you know yeah. so yeah.
0: But And it's, the it's, cat was the breakout star of the movie. Absolutely. I I'm looking forward it to It was the star and,
2: and it was my joke for possibly the last year that I needed my own body pit. Yes, um, yeah. Because randomly there was just a body pit, and where you would just throw them, and um, I had it a bad year. So I'm like, yeah, I have a it, body pit. It would be very convenient, but, but it was wonderful. So it's not on my list, um, but it gets it gets an honorable mention. Um, and do, do you guys have uh, the the one that I'm going to be like, congratulations, you didn't suck. Insidious three came out. It was a charming movie. Oh, you There's, did see it I did.
1: Okay, I still haven't gotten around to it. Um, I, I really only want to see it out of completism at this point. Cause you know, Shay's. The trailer, Oh, yeah, and because Lin Shay. I
0: love Lynch. Yes. Since I haven't seen any of the Insidious movies, but I did go down to Halloween Horror Nights down in L.A. for October, they had an Insidious 3 maze, and okay. it was really well done. Yeah. And it is the maze where they had uh, multiple codes of bodily fluid cleanups because <laughs> of people being so scared. Wow, so when okay. we were when we were going through the VIP line, I turned to my friend who works at Halloween Horror Nights. I'm like, is this going to freak me out badly? I haven't seen the movies, and I don't and I've been told maybe they will be a little on that edge of this is really unsettling, disturbing, yeah. flexible boundaries of reality. Oh, totally. But he was like, no, I think if you haven't seen the movies, it'll actually be far less terrifying. You'll just appreciate the effects work that went into it. I wouldn't
1: Necessarily say it has flexible boundaries of reality because it's pretty clearly delineated. You right. I mean? It's not <laughs> one from, of those "is this really happening now" kind of moments. It's now we are in right. another I've had, world. I've
0: had it compared to Hellraiser for me. Yeah. So yeah, I will same be fine kind with of both. same kind of similar I have weird ideas. issues with some horror movies for those of you who are hearing me verbal on this podcast <laughs> for the first time. Oculus, Oculus was not a good movie for me. I'm oh just man, we did that.
1: Yeah, yeah. That now that definitely is. A, is
0: this really happening or yes. not? moment if you're and a chronic insomniac and having moments like is this really happening or is this all in my head those can be a problematic issue yes but so you liked insidious 3 or it was, it, it was not terrible it was not okay. terrible okay
2: and I, I added some other ones poltergeist yeah it, it was a passable remake i i only mentioned them because they happened and my my two lessons my my two um things that i said about it was yay you didn't completely suck and Congratulations! You hit the broadside of a barn. Yes, yeah, yes it was oh. a horror movie made by I, you know. I think
1: with with a, with a template like Poltergeist to start out with, it'd be really hard to do a remake of it that was terrible.
2: Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, it, they came, they came well, kind of close. Well, um, <laughs> the, the story with the family started out pretty decent, and then it just went into um, special effects bonanza, and uh, it was just it was just a really movie
1: which is terrible because the family moments were, were the strongest thing about it. Exactly. Yes. Um, um, I liked the uh, the ghost hunter in, in it. I thought he was uh, a yeah. greatly entertaining Oh characters. yeah, well, and
2: I've seen him in a bunch of other. Se- but yeah, I mean, even though I enjoyed it at the time, that.
1: it still definitely falls into the "well that happened" category. Yeah, yeah. So, so so it gets the gold star for you. Tried. Yeah,
2: congratulations! But, yeah, yeah, exactly. congratulations! But you succeeded in making
1: 2015 part. participation medal.
2: Yeah. Oh, uh, the ones that I wish I would found the time to see um, are actually three of them. Um, uh, Sinister Two, uh, which. I've not heard good things about, but I love the director. He's the director of Citadel, and he's an oh, okay, uh, which I still need to see director. It's amazing. I'm going to show it at some point. Good, Um, and. Literally, that's the only reason I want to see it because I've not heard good things. Um,
1: I really didn't like the first one, so yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: The Falling, which is the uh, Maisie, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Maisie,
1: Maisie Williams from, yeah. What? Yeah, from Game, Game of Thrones, Thrones. And, and Doctor it, Who, I might
2: add. Yeah, and Doctor Who, and, and the, the description I'd heard on it, which completely sold me, was The Virgin Suicides by way of uh, Picnic at Falling Rock, which is Hanging Rock. Hanging, Rock. Hanging Rock, yeah, Hanging Rock. Um, which, yeah, that's a description where I'm like, I am here, I'm sold, yes, yes. yeah, you, you've you've Pitch this in a way that that speaks to me. Yes, let me see this. And then the other was uh, he never died, which is the I definitely want, I want to see that. We all
3: want to see. I think yeah. we Well, okay. The trailer looks amazing, and yeah, I have Henry Rollins. Yeah. yeah, I have this deep love of Who him. Who is
0: reuniting Black Flag or rebooting <laughs> really? Black yeah. Flag? Yeah, crap. Yeah. yeah, there's going to be a new Black Flag band, and Henry Rollins. So, no.
3: On the last episode of Fanboy News Network, Daniel and I were seeing Henry Rollins praises, talking about our anticipation if he yeah. never died. And yeah,
2: he's an interesting man. I've heard, you know, I've I've never been to any of his spoken word.
3: I did. I got to see one. Of, I got you know, to see him live I love his
2: music. I love, you know, <clears throat> you know, when he came into Black Flag. I like that. And and uh, he seems like a really interesting guy. And he also um is really supportive of local music. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and he's just, and he's thoughtful. He he might not always be on point. But he thinks about everything, yeah. and and and, yeah. and will recount yeah. when, uh, you know, if if, if he comes across and it, it's miss, you know, taken mm-hmm. taken awry, or right. you know, or if he's coming, he owns a, his correct, words. Yeah, he does, yeah. he does. And I, I I have a lot of respect.
3: And for and the trailer for He Never Died just looks
1: fantastic. It does it's full noir it, feel. It, it looks like taken by way of someone's World of Darkness campaign.
2: Yeah. No. All then. <laughs> okay. I think that's
0: we just sold Joe. Thank you. It. Thank you. There Thank
2: you. we go. I keep, <laughs> I keep reading this because I've got all these pre, pre-lists. Um, I have, uh, three movies that I don't consider technically horror genre. Okay. Um, which I might be stepping on somebody's toes because somebody else might consider that's them. entirely plausible. Sure. Um, my three movies are Spring, The Gift, and Lost River, which I, I consider more on the vein of Thriller. I haven't even heard of that last one. So- oh my god. Okay, so I worked from home today, and while I was working, I, I there were two more. One that caught on my top ten list, and one that I still consider a genre movie, The Lost River. Okay, so Spring, Spring is a a, a monster movie, romance. romance. Yeah, and, and it was the guys who did. It was, it was charming, and it was charming, and it was resolution. And as I like to describe it, romance yeah, is so described by resolution. resolution. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. And uh, it is romance as described by 14-year-olds. Um, <laughs> yes. but, yeah. but it was really good. Um, the gift is very much um, bullies, you know, and the effect they have on you like 20 years later. Mm. And, and you said that you had uh, kind of um, resisted watching it because there was some uh, consent issues. Yeah, it sounded kind of me. It's really yeah. squicky, yeah. And it leaves it really open at the end as to whether or not things play out as you think they may have. Okay. It leaves that really open. But it is more of a thriller than, I think, a horror sure. movie. But sure. it's really, really well done. It's, um... I
1: do have that on my I-want-to-see-it list. It that, is which I've got. amazing. Time it is those.
2: amazingly well done, and I, I heartily recommend it. And the last one is Lost River, which is Ryan Gosling's um, directorial debut, I think. I'm pretty certain. And it's got um, uh, Christina Hendricks. It's got Ian... Uh, Kostecker from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. He's one of the two tech guys. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Scottish, I think. It's got um, Sosha Ronan. Uh, she was the Scottish girl that uh, did that um, assassin. She was like a trained child. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want yeah. to see that. Um, I, I don't remember what And it, it also either. has Matt Smith. So if anybody oh. remembers the pictures from Matt Smith where he had a shaved head. Yeah. And then they had to come back for Doctor Who reshoots and mm-hmm. had to wear a wig yep okay right. he is fucking terrifying so this movie is shot it's lost river mm-hmm. um christina Hendricks is a single mother uh they're about to lose their house she's like three months behind she um refinanced her grandmother's house that she had grown up in uh, with like a um adjustable rate and oh. so all of a sudden was just fucked over yep. a couple years later um can't find work. Has a teenage son and a little boy that's like four, and it's Detroit.
0: Yeah, and
2: everything's fucked. <laughs> and uh, the teenage boy can't really find any work, so he's busting copper out of oh, houses. Yeah, True. except Matt Smith has created a little like he 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 rides around in a convertible with a with a, a easy chair stuck on the back of it with a microphone saying this is my fucking land, this is my fucking copper, I fucking own this, if I see you, I will fucking kill you. Okay. And, like, the guy he has working for him, I don't think it's that much of a spoiler, I mean, he is terrifying. He is utterly terrifying. The guy who he has working for him pisses him off, and he cuts off his lips with a pair of scissors.
0: Woo! Okay.
2: He is... So it's a bit is, different from his Doctor Who character. He is terrifying, okay. and merciless, and cruel, and, and, and is... Frightening as I could ever imagine him being, but thing is, is it doesn't. It still stays in the thriller vein mm-hmm. for me. But everybody is—it's so well acted, and the mom ends up getting this job at this carnival of horrors esque um, uh, strip club that has okay. like this like mouth to hell mask with an open mouth that you walk through. Okay, to go into it where they literally do, like, gore strip teases, like, and, uh, Eva, um, Eva Mendes? No, Mendes. Oh, right. oh, yeah. Um. But she used to, she, like, dated girls, like, for a while. Yeah. I think. And, uh, she's one of the strippers at the club, and they, they start it where she does this stylized walk, kind of like a marionette, where she's kind of backlit and walks out, and then it comes off, and then all of a sudden she's in this, like, stylish dress with an updo and then someone dives at her breaks a bottle and like jams it in her throat and like it's this huge murder scene and then she falls on the floor and you got it's kind of like looking at her from the top of her head and her head's kind of tilted back with these wide vacant eyes and you're like did we just see snuff right And all of a sudden she's got this kind of gaping face and all of a sudden she winks and the scene ends. So. Grand uh, Theater Strip yes. close. Okay. Okay. <coughs> <Yep>. <coughs> someone's photo. Just, just,
3: just to be, just to be a seen
2: Those
0: burlesque
3: shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie you're thinking of a softer one is Hannah. Hannah. Yeah.
2: Yes. yes.
3: Thank That's you. right. Just, just so you can get it in your notes later. It's okay. Because, yeah. yeah, I. So, yeah. Um. um mm,
2: interesting. Yeah. So hi. it's hi. it's really good. I wouldn't really necessarily consider it horror, um, but it's beautiful and atmospheric and dreamy.
1: I wanted to mention because because you you, you brought up when. Uh, Matt Smith had a shaved head and was still shooting Doctor Who stuff with a wig on. In, in, in his last episode in Doctor Who, there's that really touching moment where he has the, this vision of Amy, his companion who left, played by, by Karen Gillan, of course, who was a... who was Nebula in yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy and had her head shaved Change. for that. So the next time, if you see that, that, that episode again, <laughs> during that really touching scene, just remind yourself, both those actors are wearing wigs right now. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it, 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 yeah. So really quickly on spring, Yeah.
3: Um, I mean, we all saw it. We, we watched it together. And yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting. Cause I kind of agree. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's always categorized as a horror movie. And I think part of that's the, history, the, the genre, the two directors have worked in. Mm-hmm. And again, it's that whole Hollywood, you know, we have to bucket it somewhere.
2: Yeah.
3: And uh, I mean, when, when we, when and it we,
2: involves monsters yeah, yeah. I
3: mean, when we inevitably talk about crimson peak and i'm sure yes. we'll talk about crimson peak because johnny's in the room yeah that <laughs> that, that comes <laughs> up it's like no it's not a horror movie but gothic romance isn't a category that that hollywood media can
2: but can crimson peak completely strikes me as as horror and yeah. spring did not
0: hmm.
2: okay i would agree that spring is not horror I would totally agree with that because yeah, it really I is. I mean, it is gothic romance. I mean, that is its biggest title, but I found it horror because I found it frightening and it scared me multiple times. Yeah. But I don't want to get too much into Crimson right. Peak until we get there. Yeah. Until we get there,
1: yeah. Uh, spring never seemed to be setting out to horrify. Yeah,
2: yeah. So yeah. It was more so kind of a
1: was it character. But charity. you know, yeah. I don't know what else I'd call it. So sure, it's a horror movie. What the fuck? I, yeah. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Um, and yeah, I actually it is actually on my, my top ten. Oh. Well, an angry monster movie. It's,
2: yeah, it's it's a, it's a monster story. More,
1: yeah, well, I don't I don't actually have a lot else to say about it except I loved it. Okay. Um, but uh, the the one that I that I want to bring up in the this isn't a horror movie but category is one that I, I saw on a few other people's list of best horror movies of the year online, and that's uh, Ex Machina, which
2: which I did not have time to see, and I wish I had. Yeah,
1: I wish you had too. It's a very good movie, but to me, it is a science fiction movie.
2: Yeah.
0: Wait, 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 wait. Which one was that one? That's the um, yeah, Oscar android Isaac is in it. Mm. Yeah, female
1: android created. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: right. Yeah. I haven't seen that yet, but I've heard interesting things. Yeah, about
1: yeah. It. I really liked it.
0: Really good things. Um. It. But oh
1: my goodness, Yeah, so I'm not hard. entirely sure why anyone would call it a horror movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but since somebody else called it a horror movie, I'm going to mention it. I saw it this yeah. year. It was really good. I recommend <laughs> it.
2: Um, uh. In in a uh, Jen's, Jen's documentary corner. Jen's documentary corner. Uh. The nightmare. We should, we, should, we should get everyone on that really. So Ready one two three. Jen's documentary corner. Yes. Uh. The nightmare. The nightmare. Uh, which is a movie about sleep paralysis and victims of it and um how terrifying it is. The director and in fact suffers, suffers from the condition himself. Yep. And uh, it's it's a. A flawed film. I mean, it's a documentary, and there's a lot of the reenactments of the nightmares, which are absolutely terrifying. There's a couple of them are a little bit goofy. A little bit goofy, um, but can you imagine having the nightmare where you're like in the midst of it? Where you're, I imagine it was oh, terrifying yeah. for them. Yeah. Um. It 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 meanders a little bit, mm-hmm. so you're like, ah. but it's uh, the director who did Room 237, which is the uh, the Shining documentary that um, I hated when I was looking at it as uh, Shining Analysis and, and liked it a lot more when I realized it was simply about obsession. Yeah. Um, an exploration of that. It's about train spotters, basically. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the Nightmare, even though it was a documentary, it, I can see why a lot of people classed it as a horror film in and oh, of itself yeah. because the, the reenactment scenes are just really,
3: scary.
2: Really, really scary. And, and going through being terrified with these people is the other really, thing that And if you've ever had a sleep paralysis dream, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all you need to do is have somebody talk about it and yeah. it scares the shit out of you.
1: Oh that, that's the other thing that was that was kind of great about watching is there were there were a couple of people talking about <laughs> the fact that they never had this as a problem until they heard people talk about it. <laughs> oh. And so you're saying you're watching these people talk about it and you're like, well fuck <laughs> 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 I'm scared now is what you're saying. Thanks ever so much.
2: Yes. <laughs> The virus has been passed on. <laughs>
1: exactly. Exactly. Um, so I have to show it to someone else within seven days. <laughs> <laughs> um, <Yes. laughs> oh, maybe I was thinking more, it sounds more Ponty cool.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, um, do you have any, um, just, I, I, my top 10 is a top 11 cause I have a tide for number 10, but I still have two movies that were, you know, close only counts and horseshoes and hand grenades, right. um, mm-hmm. that they were really good. Um, I, I did like them. Uh, but they just don't go on my list. Right. Um, my top ten list is wacky, and I make no apologies for it, um, because it is so emotion-based.
1: Yeah. Mine, um, I, I explicitly told myself, okay, this is in order of how much I liked them. Yes. Not and
2: that's yes. that's how your top
0: ten list should be. Yes, yes. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm yeah. not trying at all to
1: be critic. objective. And, no. and, oh, this yeah. is a better film.
2: than. No, 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 I, I am not a not film critic. I am not being paid to do this. You, if you are listening to me, wait. We're we're not getting paid. I fucking wish we were getting paid. I've wondering how much you ever ever were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, you're with us because we fucking love horror movies, yes. and we love talking to you about them. So that's where we are. Um, and I apologize if my uh, just off the list um, runners up are on your list, but it's a be t- well, to they, that's
1: definitely gonna we, yeah. we've got. I so know I've got something.
2: My just off the list is uh, Krampus and Cooties, both which are horror <laughs> Um, I uh, went and saw Krampus uh, pretty much opening night on Krampus knocked which yes. was, made it fucking awesome. It is very home for the holidays. They actually delayed the release of it. To, 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 to release it on, on Krampus Yeah, I thought it was fun. I thought it was really well done. I, I hate offering too many spoilers yeah. unless it. I think it really... Leads into the conversation. Um, I will say it has a moderately dire end. No, it has a dire end. And um, I don't have you seen it? Yeah. So I love the ending. Yeah, I do too. I love the I, ending. I, and to I me, me, it was a dire it, ending. okay. I have
0: seen a small but very vocal fandom on Tumblr who do not think the ending was dire.
2: Yeah. Well,
1: I found the ending uplifting in a in a well, kind of slightly fucked up way. It's, but. it's
2: you know, it's a happy ending in a sense. Yeah. In a sense, I, I so, it,
1: it, The characters appreciate what they have at the end of this movie. I don't know. They look
2: a little like, oh, no, at the end with their realizations. Jim really wanted a handsome boyfriend Jim. Um, really liked it. <laughs> there we it. go. Okay. Handsome boyfriend Jim. Yeah. Okay. All right. And uh, he really liked it, and he really wished yeah. that um, it had ended with their knowledge, with, with them realizing how things had gone wrong, and that they know what happened and appreciating it more.
1: Oh, I see. It was just your screen door blowing in the wind. Yeah, I'm so hearing this
2: banging in the front
1: door, and I'm like, You will be visited by three ghosts. Again?
0: Not again? Yeah. God damn it. Every, Every year. year. I don't want <laughs> to any more Christmas uplifting <laughs> messages.
2: <laughs> um, cooties. Uh, I just watched, uh, Last, I think it was last weekend with Jim, and it's really funny because um, <laughs> the, the, the people that I know down in L.A. that also do uh, they do Killer POV, they had talked about the opening. Have you seen hoodies? Yes. Okay, I thought it was fun. I was glad I'd seen it, but I didn't know who I'd recommend it to.
1: Not me. <laughs> <laughs> Which um, is weird because on paper it sounds like something that I should love. Um, um My favorite did. line is
2: we keep joking that we're going to throw out the line, and this is where the the the, the frog fucked the caterpillar. Yeah, yeah the line, that, and it which, just cracked me up. It, but it's not great, and um, it, it, it opens not, with not. Uh, a chicken going from chicken to McNugget, which and then I almost couldn't watch. <laughs> okay, oh, yes, so the people down in and L.A. said too; they were like, "It's so disgusting," and on. Oh, I'm like, I'm from hunting. Country where we routinely kill. Animals. Well, but I mean, but I mean, it's not. I
1: but it got tainted during the process.
2: Yeah, I mean that, that was, was kind of gross. That, that but, was
1: yeah.
2: And when she bit into it, and it's it was gross. But I mean, I was expecting it to be revolting, and I was like, well, that's kind of nasty. But I get you know, and I'm the woman who does, I can't watch like splatters. So it's not like I love gore, but. Yeah, I the way it had been talked about, I was excited. I don't normally be, imagine gore- so disgusting.
1: See, the thing is, I don't normally imagine gore going into my mouth. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah. yeah,
0: okay, context.
2: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I mean, drink I, your tea.
1: I don't want to know what drink
3: your going tea. I love
2: you, cinnamon whiskey.
1: the
3: lemon. Um,
2: I should put
1: the lemon. Whatever, whatever medicinal things you need to get through this, you do. Thank you. I, I'm going to uh, back up to, to Krampus for a minute. I, I, I spent the the first two-thirds of it going, yeah, this is good. I'm glad I came to see it. But at the point where it, it kicks over into more creature effects, yeah, then I was like, okay, now I love this. Yeah. Because I love it,
2: that Jack in the Box was terrible. It
1: really was, yeah. <laughs> but at that point, I felt like it really became an 80s movie. <laughs>
2: <coughs> Which I'm for, though. Yeah, yeah exactly,
1: exactly. Sure. exactly. You know, it, it, it kind of pressed those... Critters buttons in oh, my head. Yeah, and yeah you yeah. know, so, so I was like, all right, yes, this was made for me. Yeah. Um, cooties, I just was not yeah. invested in any of the characters. Yeah. There were a lot of things that um, I found just kind of forced and hand in terms of humor. Yeah. I was really not impressed that in 2015 we're still having it be a comedy note of a character revealing that, oh, surprise, he's gay.
2: Oh um, yeah. really? Yes, really. Um, that was deeply yeah. disappointing. And and the Asian stereotype, or no? Oh
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: that was kind of like. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're trying to play to the '80s kind of esque feel, but, but this, there's yeah, a way yeah. to do an homage without revisiting those tropes. Yeah, let's not do it. Uh, who do was wrong. who was the lead actor? Alicia Wood. Alicia Wood. He's what? also the producer because he has a horror production company. Okay. Oh, and, and I, know. I, isn't normally, that I, I normally I normally love
1: that. him, and I didn't think he was very good in this. Yeah. Okay. So.
2: Yeah. Well it was one of it, my it biggest didn't, ones it, it didn't ever. hit my list, so so uh what, what were your uh
1: what were my most?
2: but no cigar.
1: Gosh, um, Krampus is one that didn't hit my top ten, but it, but I really liked it. Uh-huh. Um you know,
3: speaking of that, that was this has really been the year of Krampus.
2: This no, yeah, actually they, they mentioned that um last year there's this um convention where they try to find distribution and try to find funding for making movies so they'll have like a trailer and a poster and here's the movie that we want to make Mm -hmm. and the joke was last year that it was all Krampus all the time
1: I I didn't have anything else that was close to my top down but I do have one thing that I wanted to mention that was nowhere fucking near it Yeah, but that I wanted to see because it was a big box office draw this year somehow and that's Unfriended Did you finally see it? I did finally see it Was it as dire as the trailer made it look? I watched it all the way to the end because I wanted to be sure all of these characters fucking died. And all we'll <laughs> right then. And <laughs> yes. they did. And they did. Roll credits. Let's move on with our lives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a clever idea. You know, there was no story
2: behind people it. people I really respect who saw deeper content of, of Were this. they fucking high when they watched the movie? That know. would be my question. And I just completely didn't get it.
1: So, um, I have several here that I wanted to see and didn't, and just for time, I'm only going to mention one of them, um, and that's Deathgasm. I really, really wanted to see when it came through Sif because it sounds totally at my. Did you hear about this one? No, it's definitely, uh, like. You know, heavy metal Satanism. It's New, it's, it's New
2: Zealand, isn't it?
1: I think, but I'm not 100 percent sure. My, my is
0: it, is it black metal Satanism and it goes horribly
2: wrong? Yes. Yep. Oh God, yes. we have to watch uh, it. Yes. My,
3: my friend Tony's has <laughs> getting a copy of it, and he and I are going
1: oh, awesome. to movie data. I am it. a tragic turn. Well,
3: not we
2: here? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Sure. I would totally love to see that. Uh, my number ten is one that I know is considerably higher on your list, and that's Let Us Pray, which, uh, which. Uh, I loved, but there are nine other movies that I loved even more. So, yeah. Heretic. Uh, so, so I think I we'll think talk we should, about it when we get to your... I think to, we should take, your...
2: talk about it more when... Yes, I yeah. Yeah. agree. So, so my number ten is We Are Still Here tied with Dark Was the Night. Um, I haven't heard of that. We Are Still Here is kind of the homage to Italian horror. Yes. And it had, um, uh, it had Lisa... What was it? Uh, uh, Burton's ex. So Lisa, oh, Lisa Marie. Lisa Marie... It had um, uh, Barbara Crampton, it had Larry Fessenden, and um, you saw it too. It is a it, number it, five on my list. Okay. It's very stylized. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know what's funny is for as much as I love this homage, you think I'd want to see more Italian horror. I completely don't. That,
1: that's, that's the thing, and I, I think it's a... Part of the reason why it's higher on my list is, is it's an homage to something that you generally don't watch jello. at all. So,
2: and and it's completely carried to me on the strength of of the, the actors. Yeah, because I love but them. But it,
1: it's it's a very good homage to to Italian Jello, especially in the way it kind of doesn't Meanders. really always make sense yes. and yeah. that the pacing yeah. is really weird, weird. and off. Yes. that's all intentional. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I thought the performances in it were really good. The Ghosts, I think.
2: You might call them ghosts. <sighs> they were great. outstanding. Spirit, yeah. Yeah. And and, and, so and, and you think about, like, that you think there's going to be rules, and there aren't. Oh, no. Fuck you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you don't get rules.
2: So in that way, it's you like don't deserve how-
0: rules.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. No. I haven't even seen this movie, and I'm to say no, it is not like
2: how-to.
3: <laughs> I was just going to say, there was no rules. Because if how had rules, I couldn't tell you what they were. Let's talk um, about. Dark
2: was the night was one I just watched today. Um, it is kind of a, a Wendigo oh, of story. Um, which it doesn't hint to too much in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope I'm not spoiling too much by saying that. But one of the really awesome things with it is it has Kevin Durant, who oh. I think all of us are fans. Yes, of. yeah. Yes. Um, he played Basley on um on on uh, The Strain. Right. I've yeah. Never seen The Strain. Oh, okay. Uh, he's, oh, he's a great character. Did you
3: see Legion with uh, Paul Batney? No, it looked terrible. Well, it was. It but was. But oh, wait, wait, Ke- no, I did. But Kevin Durant was good in it. as Gabriel. Yeah. yeah. But
2: no, he's one of those okay, characters, yeah, when yeah. you see him, you'll complete all that okay.
3: kind.
2: Okay, yeah. Um, and uh, where I like, because oh, it had Nick DiMici in it, who I also completely fucking love. Um, and it has Lucas Haas, who huh. is aging wonderfully. Like, he doesn't look like a child anymore, and uh, and he's doing a lot of great character roles, and he's made some really amazing choices in, like, the last ten years. Oh. And he's still being a really prolific actor. I mean, you look at him, and you still see the little kid on Witness mm-hmm. with right. Harrison Ford. But he did Brick, which was a uh, oh, modern-day right. noir. Oh, yeah. Uh, probably 2005, so ten years back now. Yeah. Um, he's only he's two years younger than I am. Um, so he's a um, handsome boy from Jim's age. And, um, but he, it it was just a wonderful slow burn. Hmm. Um, and whereas when I discuss my number one movie, I'm going to talk about how it was made by the last two minutes of the movie. Um, this movie is almost ruined by the parting shot. Um, but the movie is wonderful and really well acted. There is a conflict between the separated husband and wife. The husband played by Kevin Durant and it is completely be- believable and it does not feel um you know like you know this would be fucking selfish if you just fucking talk to each other you know it's like yeah. where it feels like really contrived right conflict like everything that's going on seems like everybody seems really human and well written and, and awesome so anyway so you're number nine
1: uh, number nine. I have what we do in the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> I am the only person in the room that has still not had a chance to
3: see
0: that. Oh, oh my god! We well, showed
1: it on
3: the night I couldn't be here, so
0: I—I oh, I now I need to
3: get a copy from someone.
0: I now own it because
2: someone—I have it on VOD, yeah. So
0: someone—well, ex- I've got it on Blu-ray, so I can bring it over. But someone explained to it as, <laughs> as this is a documentary of what everyone thinks their world of darkness game is like, and it's, it's pretty much—it's so old. accurate. We. <laughs> When we rewatched it, when we got the Blu-ray at home, Pete, my husband, had to pause it. Because even though I'd seen it before, I was cackling so hard. We were missing, <laughs> missing like, entire no five-minute chucks. Chucks that just, I couldn't what, stop
2: giggling. What was the friend's name? That oh. Everybody liked Oh, um, Was it Kevin? Or oh, something likes? like that. Yeah. A, yeah. It, yeah, I think but it was, was Kevin. Kevin. But everybody likes him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is my number eight. And so, I mean, we are oh, okay, really yeah, pretty yeah, we're, close. We're, yeah. Pretty close. And, uh.
1: Um, this. Does anybody else have anything to say about
2: what we do in the shadows? I look forward to seeing it. Ah, oh, I yeah. wish you'd seen it
1: with um, us. I it, it it's so up your alley. I keep forgetting you weren't there
2: that yeah. Night. That,
3: yeah. Well, I think you showed it the night well, about the time when I was having my gallbladder removed. That sounds yeah. right. Yeah. And I and I uh, was just not available for anything.
2: Yeah.
0: Fair enough. You um, you will love it with the with the Camarilla larping background you have with me. Yeah, oh. this
3: is you will
2: recognize. All of these You know,
3: having the Camarilla sound seemed like
1: a good idea at the time.
2: <laughs> my number nine was The Hollow.
1: Oh, shit. That should have been on my list somewhere. Is that the Irish one? Yeah.
2: Yeah, did that's you, so good. Did it. you see that?
1: Yeah, I did see that.
2: It is fantastic. Which it, one is that one? It's The Hollow. It's um, basically this couple. Um, they have a little baby. And he gets, like, a job, like, to, like, inspect or watch over this, this um, small stretch of forest um, and as soon as they move into the house and start going into the woods, like the locals are like, you can't go into the fucking woods. Like, seriously, you, you need to not go into the fucking woods and like getting threatening with them. Like you need to fucking leave. Like you need to stop going out there. You're endangering yourself. You're endangering your child. And then it comes around that, um, a couple of years back, one of the locals had lost a daughter, mm. um, to something in the woods. Okay. And it just, well, isn't it even kind of a like you're endangering everyone by yeah 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 like, like don't it tempt is, so. it don't, yeah, don't don't exactly don't you're basically setting up bait mm-hmm. and bringing it into our community oh um, nice um and it it's it's just amazing and the the one guy always catches my eye and I can't, it's Joseph um and I can't read my own handwriting uh, but he was in the awake uh, in the Awakening which I really liked it was that one that the woman goes back to like the hotel. And it has, um, and, and you didn't, we didn't like it cause you thought it was a bit too slow and it didn't tell enough story. Um,
1: doesn't
2: sound eh, it doesn't matter. Okay. And he was also in sensei. And I, I remember laughing because he is s- the spitting image of my friend, Sean from Minneapolis. And every time I see him, I'm like laughing that he looks exactly like somebody I know. But, um, he, right. he's his, his characterization and it, it very, you know what it, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of fucking honeymoon. Yeah. Okay. I can see because that. Because with the husband, where, like, he starts mm-hmm. changing.
1: Yeah.
2: And um, that's another one I'd really it, it, like it to It
1: goes into the Changeling Child mythos.
3: Oh. So I don't know if
2: I wanted to spoil that or not, but. I, no, that's.
3: You almost can't avoid it when you see the trailer for the movie. That's the first thing I saw. So? Okay. I, well, okay, I'm also very steeped in Celtic folklore.
0: Yeah. So it and was it, an obvious connection for it me. It sounds very similar to a horror novella I just recently read where it's a case of all the villagers around the the particular manor house where the rock band that's recording there are staying. All the villagers are like, no, no, you don't go walking in the forest. You don't go do that.
1: I I just really especially love the towards the ending. You know, you're watching this one character and you're thinking, okay, your perceptions have been kind of fucked with. Are you making good decisions at this point? And you have no idea one way or the other whether it's going to,
2: which way it's going to please yeah. show that I want to see that right. yeah, yeah yeah definitely happily happily so we Should've are on oh I <laughs> got mentioned uh, so we are on seven are, are we, we on seven
1: no I don't I, are we I, eight I, I haven't mentioned my eight okay what's eight tales of Halloween
2: so Tales of Halloween is actually my six okay um and I think just because I watched it with you yeah and it was it was a perfect Halloween.
1: It was it was absolutely yeah just this little Halloween confection
3: of a movie
2: and it just it was just perfectly watched it. I just mad I wasn't able to see that one.
3: Yeah, I I really
2: wanted to. I know. um, Yeah, because I
3: haven't seen it either. But we talked about it last time. I think we should show
1: uh, it next October. Honestly, oh yeah, I think
2: like should see it every day is Halloween. Fair enough. That's true. That's true. true. It's it's you 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 go. There's ten there's ten segments that can't possibly work, and it does. And it has better qu- uh, continuous quality than than Creepshow does. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because every single one, I mean, they're not, they're not all perfect, but they're all really really good. And I never felt a point where it felt like it was flagging. Yeah. Or anything other That's than important. just absolutely fun. And in uh, plus, it's just so much fun to play spot the director, spot mm-hmm. the actors, spot the actress.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> and, but I, I agree with that. By which, I mean, it was fun for me to sit back and listen to that you as you were, were recognizing I mean, faces everybody. and names and doing these crazy <laughs> superhuman skills.
2: <laughs> I have a bad talent.
1: Yeah, I really, really don't. <laughs> You're like, who
2: is that person? <laughs> I go,
1: okay. Uh, my number seven is one that I, I gather is not going to be anywhere on your list at all, uh, and that's Creep. I really loved it. You were telling me at dinner that you saw so- it, and you, you didn't.
2: It was, um, hard for me to get through.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and yes, it was a, a, an interesting play on, on stalking and, and, um, and, and abuse. Mm Mm-hmm. And let's switch it up by having it directed at a man from a man, you know? Yeah. But I'm sorry. That just, too, you know, I... I'm a woman. Yeah, too close to home, and it's too close, and um, and it was just like fucking horrible, which is, Wait, I, why I think, it
1: works. Yeah, it is, and, and I also think that because they had this directed at a man, that a lot more men are going to watch this film and kind of get yes, what they didn't,
2: what absolutely. they haven't gotten before. See, the thing is, is is, is I think to most men. It will be an introduction right. to what yes. this feels like. And for a woman, it is a revisit of a feeling we've had in it being trapped that, that we don't even have to have been in a relationship with somebody. Yeah. We could have somebody get a weird attachment to us in a club, in a restaurant. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I have literally had this experience where there was a guy at, at, um, at the Mercury that I used to go to. It's a local golf club. And this guy, just decided he was interested in me. And, and I basically, I was, you know, I was in my home turf and I'm very confident. And I was like, dude, you know, thanks. I'm not interested, but thank you. And he came up to me again. Yep. And I, and he came up to me later and he's just like, well, I just think that you're, you know, you're not even giving me a chance. You're not giving me a chance. And, and uh, you're right. I'm not. I've, I've been nice to you. And I've, I've put in my my nice guy coins, and, and it's supposed to part your legs because you're supposed to see how awesome I am. And I was like, you know what? We've had this conversation already. I appreciate the attention. Or, you know, not, I don't even think I said that. I just said, you know, that. thank you. I'm not interested. We're not going to have this conversation again. Yeah. And then he literally tried to corner me yep. and started yelling at me. Yep. And I said, and fuck you, three strikes, you're out. And I walked straight up to the front and, and the bouncer, Kelly, had been eyeing him all night. I said, you know what? I said, I have told him three times. And now at this point, he's getting aggressive and nearly violent. He needs to fucking go right now. But I don't know who the and fuck, so fuck this guy was. Oh, she just... Well, he wasn't even a member he yeah. had gotten guested in and like he got his well and Kelly was the, you know the redheaded. you know oh, no I, know, I mixed, Kelly. mixed martial arts fighter yes yeah. um but yeah you're right thats something
0: every woman has had that experience yes. and I think it, with this movie having directed it at a guy it will be a very eye-opening primer mm-hmm. to men who see it Yeah. Um,
1: But, yeah, I I, I liked it because it made me as uncomfortable as it did. And it's basically a two-hander. I don't remember. Well, I know there's at least one character who we hear over the phone, but it's basically just the two actors. Yes. And they both put in really good performances. That's all the IMDb, right? Okay. Yeah. What number
2: are we on now? Uh, That was my seven. Okay. Um, My seven is uh, Late Phases. Did that come out this year? Yeah,
1: yeah, he yeah. did. VOD oh, did you
2: release
1: it? Yeah. Oh, I, I had sworn that it was a 2014 movie. Otherwise, we, it would have been. We on actually my list. watched it fairly shortly after it had come out. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I was thinking it, that it had been out for a while when we saw it. No. So, yeah, excellent, excellent movie. I
2: and the thing is, is I am. It's <laughs> Nick DiMici, who God, I fucking love that guy. There's <laughs> he is he is quickly approaching Larry Fessenden. Levels of uh, pretty much all I have to hear is that he's in something, and I'll, yeah. I'm going to give it a chance.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and speaking of which, Larry Fessenden.
2: <laughs> and Larry Fessenden, yeah, movie, yeah, not so. for very long, sadly. he's he's really good at the uh, the little cameo moments. Um, but late phases. I'm not a big fan of werewolf stories, and I'm fucking sold that.
1: I, I it, same. Well, we discussed I, that during the
3: werewolf episode. Yeah.
2: yeah, I'm pretty certain that that is my favorite. It's it's, it's
3: it, with the exception of their werewolf design is
2: terrible. It's awful, but the <laughs> so yeah.
3: story is so good. Oh like, my god, they're being attacked by furries. Well, here's the because I, uh, I had fun big of nightmare. Fun.
2: It's a it's a freaky monkey fucksuit. suit. I mean, uh, the, one of the things I
1: loved was. There Hang was on, a, I'm gonna go see a freaky monkey suit. Dot is available. <laughs> one, one
3: of the things I loved.
1: On one of the things I loved with late faces was, do
3: was the amount of Actors and actresses who had done a lot of work early in their careers, like the oh, the, lead, ginger. the lead, ginger from Gilligan's Island, the yeah. the star of the Last Starfighter was one of the prominent characters. Uh, uh, the The woman he meets his first day in the in the <gasps> unit was oh. the female lead from uh, Saturday Night Fever. Yeah,
2: oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah.
3: I mean, th- th- you look in the the cast of this movie, and it's like. All right, these are a lot of actors and actresses who were they have a really, lot of
2: caliber behind them.
1: A
3: lot of stuff they did, but mostly known when they were young, and they've had a, now that they're not young anymore, no one casts them it's in like a lot. It's like
0: Bubba
1: yeah, yeah,
3: and it, so it was very similar yeah. in, in, in feel in a lot of ways. Okay. And it was this untapped. These were really, really good actors in their day. Hollywood kind of forgot them. Yeah. So this movie, it's like, well, let's take advantage of the fact we have these older actors
2: that are well, but really that's good. the whole point because yeah. it was a retirement. It was a retirement year. Year. Yeah. Yeah. But and let's fun. have a fucking horror movie that doesn't take place with teenagers. Yeah. Woo! Crazy
3: sauce. Well, and I also, I, again, I love the, you know, the movie is bookended by two full moons. The wait. whole middle section is essentially a mystery. Yeah. In yeah. a horror film. And, and it's just, <laughs> yeah, we, well, there's not enough good things to say about this movie. It was well, well written. Well, well acted enjoyed. and well directed
1: well, the, the, the thing that i that i loved about it though was to the extent to which it wasn't a mystery by which i mean you know you had this protagonist who w- given sufficient evidence came very quickly to the conclusion oh i'm dealing with a werewolf you know we didn't spend is, so more than half the movie with the characters be, figuring out that they were in a werewolf movie right that
2: there are they used to be uh, they, in mysteries there's the who done it mm-hmm. and the i can't remember how was it done and how's it done? Is yeah. that what they're called? Yeah.
3: But this one the the mystery yeah. wasn't it is it a werewolf. Yeah. The mystery was I have to figure out who the werewolf yes. is before the yeah. next full moon. We, which
2: and is it, what I want out of a werewolf story. Yeah. yeah. And and the thing is is I thought well and um the guy who ends up or the, the person who ends up sorry, it's too late now. Uh, but the Notice person it. who ends up being the the werewolf is kind of a shock. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: I totally didn't see it coming. Yeah. So yeah.
2: So, um, my sixth we'd already covered was Tales of Halloween.
1: And mine is Spring. Okay. Oh, I <laughs> thought it was just really, really an excellent movie. I thought and it was gorgeous. It was
2: beautiful. And one of the things that they had, they had a prize. Um, I can't remember how the contest had been started, but um, they gave you a plane ticket to the little village in Italy where they filmed everything. Oh, wow. So I know. <laughs> Yeah, that'd
1: be a good place to take a date. Wait, no. Well,
2: is <laughs> I a love beautiful. the
1: thing We're in real life. Yes, it a would
2: burgeoning be. romance with them.
1: The was, only thing that I could beautiful. think would be worse is if I could get you know a weekend stay at the cabin where they shot honeymoon. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, we are the wrong people. We are yeah. never like go no camping.
3: No, no, no. Bad,
0: <laughs> things, bad things happen in camping. My, no,
3: my yeah. my honeymoon happened at
1: Disneyland.
2: Which is a perfectly yeah. wonderful
0: controlled
1: environment. Well,
0: mm-hmm. it's
2: the happiest place on earth. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it is the most over designed place on the face of the planet, so therefore I love it. Yes. 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 Yeah.
2: So now we're getting into the nitty fucking yeah. gritty. And um, I'm no, I think I think my I think my five and my four are my five and my four. But my top three, like on on any particular day, could be switched around. Okay. Um, it's just really emotion-based. So I'm going to let you go first with what's your number five.
1: Uh, I, I, I mentioned earlier, uh, my number five is We Are Still Here. Okay. Um, because, you know, again, I think I have a lot more of the buttons pre-installed that movie was trying to press. Yeah. Um, it was mainly just that was the movie that I, that I, the horror movie that I remember seeing in the theater this year that I walked out of the theater with a huge fucking grin on my yeah. face. Yeah. Um, where I felt like I had been entertained, you yes. know. Oh, that that's good.
2: Now, did you have a top five? I,
1: here's the thing,
3: because, you know, you originally said no top gonna, ten. So yeah. What I have is, you know, I've got my, my top. Three, maybe four, that I can't decide okay. which is my number one. I kind of figured... You know, Do I'll, you want I'll, to
2: wait and see if we get I'll, I'll, that? You,
3: you're, I guarantee you, you're going to talk about my top four, absolutely. Okay.
2: Okay. My number five was um, Final Girls.
3: See, and that's and one of my one of my I can't decide. It's one of my top three.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I did um, not expect that movie to be as emotionally
0: wrenching as I know, it was. right? You no, know,
2: but it was so good for me. I just so needed the okay to hit the grief yeah level yeah, yeah. that that movie allowed me to see. Yeah. Um, because it was right before I watched it, the day before the Day of the Dead. And I lost two cats this year. And the first cat I lost in January, he was 20 years old. We knew it was going to happen at some point, but it was a shock. And then in June... We lost my cat, Zoe, and unfortunately when our my oldest cat, Leo, died, we took everybody off the kidney diet food we oh. didn't know had been maintaining Zoe. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And so we didn't know that it had been keeping her healthy until all of a sudden she dropped half of her weight and went straight into kidney failure. And unfortunately, all of the things that we had done to maintain Leo for a year, um, doing IVs under the skin, and what we had done with diet, um, it was a struggle to do that with Zoe, and uh, we had like a month and a half where we were trying to treat her. Well, we had 10 days where we were trying to treat her, and it did no good, and it was two adults holding down a five-and-a-half-pound cat who was fighting the entire time, Yeah, and uh, going in the midst of a divorce, and... Uh, things went really wrong right when she died and I put her down in the home. And because of the way things happened, I couldn't even mourn her passing because I had to hold it together for my daughter. Yeah. yeah. And just shit was going wrong and there was nothing I could do. And I tucked that shit away literally until I watched The Final Girls. And it's so... I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't I think I'm in the right company to love your pet like your family. Yeah. But her mourning her mother... It, it opened it was the door. It was grief grief yeah. is grief, and it opened the door for me to, I you know, this is October, and she passed in June, and it was literally it felt like the first time I cried about her dying. Right
3: now, have we talked about the backstory of the cre- of how Final Girls came to be as a movie? I don't think we've talked about that. So I'm going to let
2: you go ahead. And so
3: uh, one of the writers is uh, Joshua John Miller who most people are going to know as Homer from Near Dark. He was played a little boy vampire. He's become quite the writer. But uh, his father is Jason Miller, who played Father Karras in The Exorcist and Exorcist III. Um, And when Jason died, part of Joshua's process of processing his father's death was writing the screenplay that became The Final Girl's. In part because he had just lost his father, but also that his, he had to deal with the fact that his father's most famous role involved his character dying, right. and that he had watched his father die on screen multiple times. Right. So a lot of that went into the script for the final girls. Right. Uh, you know, they, they, they obviously, in the process, because of the way they did it, swapped the genders, Yeah, which I think for the cinematic probably worked yeah. Really, really. Well. I agree,
1: and and it was also nice to see a movie that was about a genre movie
0: that was about a mother daughter relationship. Yeah, and not when a you ever... toxic yeah. mother daughter yeah. relationship. Yeah. One that was very, very heartfelt, and it was it pulled no punches about that her mother was kind of not a perfect person, not a perfect person, yeah. but she still loved her. But she yeah. still loved yeah, her, absolutely. and that was that was one of the things that hit me the hardest about that movie. So. Was yeah, I mean, during, when we watched that movie both Jen and I are just starting to sniffle and then she just hands me a box of Kleenex yeah. because we knew there yeah, was... Well,
3: and here's another interesting thing in developing the movie. Uh, apparently, originally New Line was interested in the movie but they wanted to take out the mother daughter relationship. They said, well, you can make an R-rated movie that's, but we, we yeah, don't you know, want this family stuff. Yeah, and it, and it, Josh was like, point. that's the whole point of the movie. So they went yeah. to Sony who Sony said, you can make the, just make it PG-13. And Josh was like, that is a fair compromise if I get to keep the emotional core yeah. of
2: my feet. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and with the homage to the movies it was representing, you know, there are people who kind of missed, you know, the TNA yeah. that yeah. typically that movie it, had. but
1: it, it, it felt weird to not have it. Yeah,
2: yeah. but it handled it all. And it, the casting, I don't know if you guys already mentioned, I took a little break. Um, no, we casting, just talked about the background. The casting on... The horror movie cast, oh, and I actually it? just saw Pitch Perfect and Pitch Perfect Two, so um, you know who Adam
3: Devine is, is now? now,
2: Okay. and he is so well cast, and
3: yeah, because
2: oh, yeah. he's talking about her tits, <laughs> and I just loved him, and and the the horny girl, I loved her, and her like, <laughs> why do you hate my breath? Her
0: what? angry strip tease with the oh, oh, I love, see, I love her her Adderall fuel and well. I love that character because
3: I, I realized the meta joke with her is that her character was so poorly written mm-hmm. that when they take away the character's sexuality, she regresses into a childlike state because she's got nothing. Yeah, nothing. I, I just, so was it, just within the back, concept yeah. of the movie that was great, but I also loved. I also loved because again we talked about they they switched it from the father son to the mother daughter, which mm-hmm. worked. That this movie was also a great just dealing with female relationships because you yeah, have the three absolutely. friends and they had a great discussion of. You know, why did I become the Mean Girl? Because you were my friend, and when you were going through emotional trouble, you pulled away from me. Yeah, And, and you know, just that, the, these characters having these honest discussions.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, it was like, for a horror movie, again, I'm, the biggest thing I'm always going to say about The Final Girls, and one of the reasons it's one of my top movies I'm of this like year.
2: Almost, I'm like, yeah, almost is, tearing up. This movie just is It so remembered
3: weird. rule one of horror. You have to care, care about the yeah. characters. And you, so care about them. and you so care about these characters. Again, we're having emotional reactions in the room right now because I, I, we're remembering I, how we I, care about I think these it's, characters. Because
2: we are horror fans oh. that care about the peril of our characters yeah. Yeah. versus mm-hmm. horror fans that are about the splatter. And there is nothing wrong with with Let's having a dip Exactly. Yeah. For, for some people, that's fun, and it's, a, it's, it's something wonderful they love playing in. And that is not why I watch it.
1: I should probably mention in passing that I've seen this movie twice in the
2: past three days. Oh, Jesus. Oh,
1: Because <laughs> wow. I've I showed it to two different groups
0: of people. I oh, I've been, I I've been, was, like, I've been talking it up to everyone. Like we were going
2: to watch it, because oh, he saw okay. a trailer for it. Yeah. And
0: I'm like, we're going to watch it, but not until after the holidays. <laughs> I cannot watch this again during the holiday season. So I... I... Yeah. Holidays are too too emotionally no, long No, yeah. That. So maybe
2: I've been too kicked in the junk.
0: I think that going to be no
2: more emotional blows <laughs> until the end of this year. So end growth was the
3: I think the best mix I've seen in a long time of horror and comedy. Oh yeah, <laughs> it managed it to did do both. both. Yeah. so
2: Well, and I've I've heard I've heard people complain that it was it was both neither in. Enough of either, but I. It was no, there's not a lot
1: because. of horror content in it. Yeah. There are only a few scenes that are scary, yeah. but they're done very well. But yeah. they're digging that so hole, you care.
3: Yeah. And you, you feel the peril of the character, so I would argue uh, it's goodness. just not the horror, it's not the kind of
1: horror people are used to. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's my number two movie of <coughs> the year, and I specifically want to call out in it um, the, the, the one scene that really just, just makes me love this movie beyond anything else is the character sacrifice that leads to the climax of the movie. Oh, my God. Because everything that movie does so well (laughs) is intensified in that one ridiculous, absurd, hilarious, tragic, painful, beautiful, beautiful, wonderful scene. And now we can't listen to Betty Davis anymore. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, when when, when I... When I first saw the movie, I was I was driving my car like three days later. Bay Davis eyes came on the radio, and I just started crying <laughs> in my car. Yeah,
0: it was on the music at the grocery store the other day. And I'm like, no, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah, so you know, Anyhow.
3: I don't think I don't think Larissa was with us, my wife. No, no. Yeah, I, I think no. we need to I need to get a copy so that she can see it because she needs to see it. Yes. Yeah.
0: So, Anyhow, okay. on to another less emotionally wrenching <laughs> yeah. up. Um number four. What's your number
1: four? Uh, Crimson Peak. <laughs> <laughs> so and we've arrived at our Jillian Ventures portion yes. of the podcast. Hello,
0: yeah. let me talk to you about Gothic
2: romance. <laughs> <laughs> on on a normal year, um, oh Jesus, I, I swear to God, my top three Crimson Peak is my number two, but.
3: <sighs> Any other year it would be higher up?
2: No, well, my top three. Oh. Could could be interchangeable. Well, sure. Yeah. At any point, like, they're. You've got three, like three tied for number three, one. Yeah. I really do. I yeah. have a number four, and then I have three tied
0: for number one. Now, for me, Crimson Peak, this was the movie I was waiting for for two to three years. Yeah. yeah. Basically, as soon as the news broke that Garum was going to be doing. A gothic romance ghost movie. I was like, I'm, I'm here. here. I am your target market. Yeah. Everything to do with this, put it in my eyeballs. Give me the books. Everything.
3: Well, I remember. So, I remember when I saw the announcement. I immediately texted you, and you were like,
0: still so fucking and she was like, Fido You were so far
3: behind the curve. You were
0: so <laughs> far behind the curve. And the, the thing is, and. I really do feel the movie was mismarketed as a horror oh, movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah. to the fa- to the point where there was a maze at Halloween Horror Nights with the Crimson Peak maze, and it was beautiful. It was yeah. jaw-droppingly beautiful, and you wanted to see it in the light. I wanted to see it in the light. They had the jump scares of all the ghosts coming out, yeah. and I was like, "But this is even then, even before the I'd seen the movie, I the knew happiest? it
2: wasn't as scary as they wanted it to be." Yeah, the thing that made me the happiest, and th- this movie scared me, um, but I. Love gothic stories, and one of the things that I was really really happy about is that that Michael completely thanked me for all the movies I've shown in the last two years yeah. where I've touched upon this. The Spiral Staircase, showing I think I showed that. Yeah, I did show yeah, her you that. Back
3: back you showed Uninvited. Uninvited. The Innocent. innocent is, yeah. You know, yes.
2: and one that I bought Sight Unseen with Vincent Price. Which one of the things they talked about is his character is a Vincent Price character yes um and Hiddleston's character yes Yes. right and um that it is the movie that that uh del toro completely claims was his primary inspiration in his dragon wick yes are we gonna watch that soon yes yes, we are um, I, I bought it sight unseen okay with the plan of showing it. Excellent. It probably would have been last week if I hadn't been like... Well, <laughs> if <it, it,
1: it laughs> hadn't been laid up
3: with a fever.
0: Yeah, but
2: one, yeah. I mean, one of the things that I'm really looking
0: forward to the Blu-ray coming out in January is there is a hour-long feature of basically Guillermo del Toro doing his primer on gothic fiction and oh!
2: romance. Oh, oh my god! That. This will be like Stephen King's *Dance Macabre*. Yes, it's like, exactly. This where is, is why you fucking love this it. Is is this why is why we, we want to study up. And, and here it will be this is yes. you know this, this is this what is, what you is going watch. to be one of
0: those those high watermarks for the <laughs> genre of you. This this is a masterclass in the literature because it refers to everything. I mean, the people who are like, really, and we have these sorts of callbacks to these relationships, and we predict this from this. You know, classic 70s trashy novel that all of us of a certain age read in the trailer, and I'm like, yes, and if you weren't expecting that relationship to be in there, yeah. you... You are you, not the target market! You are not the well, target market! I am the target market, <laughs> give me everything!
1: Okay. There's certainly one plot reveal in the movie that I, a lot of people who are not familiar with the genre were surprised by, and we were like, yes, yeah, we and, saw it, yeah, you know? <laughs> and, Well, that's the thing, I was,
3: uh, I remember when I saw it, and, uh, uh <laughs> one of the points was, yeah, I wasn't terribly surprised by any of the plot points, but I'm well versed in gothic literature. Yeah, yeah there was, uh, there I enjoyed no it immensely because they did everything. The thing I loved, the one point I loved, and again, it's part of gothic literature, was um, the the heroine. No one saved her. No one saved her. Yeah, she people helped her. Self-rescuing but, princess. But she, yeah, the self-rescuing princess.
0: Another thing I find fascinating about it is Tom Hiddleston was not the original actor considered for Thomas Sharp. Really?
2: Who was? Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, and
0: it yeah. would have been a very <laughs> different movie, and I don't think it would have succeeded as well. He wouldn't yeah. have been as sympathetic. No. Yeah, that was important important thing. Oh, Yeah. the thing. Yeah. He needed to be a Vincenzo.
2: the to novelization...
0: Be. Oh, the oh. novelization is even more lurid purple. Pro- there Incredible. are sections of it from the POV of the house. Watching these little figures, okay. that moves around. Okay, I have to read this. You do. Now, I, I know you and I talked about this
1: um, when it came out, that the one thing, that it, just in terms of pure story mechanics, that really surprised me and feels like a mistake, mm-hmm. almost, is that Hiddleston's uh, character doesn't die via the machine that was his obsession. Right. Which is where I felt like the plot was pointing and then that doesn't yeah, happen. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I expected something from that,
3: but for the for the overall story structure, that he what happened was again very appropriate and yeah. very genre appropriate. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. But it, it, and this again, it's like I've always said. You know, you want to get it would in have the been theater.
2: genre appropriate for the machine. I, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's yeah.
3: a huge well, gun on the mantelpiece yeah. that never got fired. Yeah. Either, either. Now one of the because th- I always say, you know hey uh, this movie was directed by Guillermo del Toro is enough to get me in the theater absolutely yes. but the fact that it was because Guillermo del Toro is so pays so much attention to story yeah I mean I, I any other director <coughs> trying to tackle gothic uh, gothic structure right now I'd want and yeah, but Guillermo del Toro is like um, all, all right please yeah. please continue
0: can I buy a ticket right now or yeah.
2: Shut up and
0: take my, my money. money. <laughs> yeah. So, but that's how I feel about every piece of tie-in <laughs> merchandise for the film. Too. I, I'm getting it well, all. in and our and book
3: now. My hope is somebody will pick up the the baton now that he's shown. Yeah, this can work. How but, how
0: did it actually end up doing? Um, I think it made back its costs,
2: and yes, better I, than most. And it's better than we yeah. expected. Yeah,
0: and I think it did fairly well in the overseas market, and I think where it's really going to see. A strong showing is in the home video sales. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think it's going to be a really strong show. On, I think in the year of mega flops,
3: it's Target. Is just
2: so a movie
0: doing well, it,
3: like you it's did. Target is me. Yeah. Me, <laughs> you know, <and> me. <laughs> so um, I'm anyway. going to
2: I'm going to I have I'm going to mention my number four. Okay, yeah. my number four is I think a movie none of you have seen. All right, All uh, right. Bone Tomahawk. Yeah, I'm yeah. Not I am the fuck. You want to talk about? It. So I love, I love my gothic, and I love, I, know. I love my gothic stories. I love the gothic romances. I fucking love westerns. I remember back in like ninety, was it ninety two, ninety three when when um, Tombstone came out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like my friend Sean going, you were the only person I knew who will voluntarily go to a western with me, and I was like, I'm, I'm
3: in. Alex, <laughs> you and Pete can go off. No, me. no, I love westerns too. Tombstone is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. I, I, I so, have yeah. to
1: hear that they're good, and then get yeah. Yeah, I
3: I'm getting interested. I'm not going to
1: see
2: one something one, just because uh, it's good. No, 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 no. I don't love the genre that much where I'm going to watch everything, but mm-hmm. it is a good pitch to me. Um, yeah. But um, um, it's just, it is so well acted. I gather it's really, really brutal. It is visceral and brutal. That is, I am really contemplating on whether or not I can even show it for a movie night because it is so gorily violent and and unapologetic and 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 you trip and bam, it's fucking horrific. But the acting, everyone is good. I mean, uh, uh, Kurt Kurt Russell is amazing. He has got his niche. Of, of being that aging, grizzled man. And I think he's coming out, isn't there another one that's coming out? He's, he's part of playing me. exactly that, you know, kind of. But, um, the, the surprise character is Matthew Fox from Lost. Oh, uh, yeah. Is in it, and he plays uh god, what movie? Oh, when I was talking about, um, that documentary, um, with, uh, the director, the form director. Um, Are you like talking about Lost Play? Souls? No. Okay. Um, the, the one that I was like, oh my god, I'll watch that. Um, with uh. I I, I got up close. no, not close. But Klaus Kinski was in his movie. But oh oh, uh, Werner Herzog. With Werner Herzog, where it was a faux documentary. Oh, in, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 Where yeah. I I described the director of the faux documentary itself was playing a, the documentarian. Or he was playing, he was playing the the director, and Werner Herzog had a documentary crew that was following him, but I described the guy as, like, you've never seen a man so begging to have a fist put in his face, Mm. because he's just so fucking douchey, and Matthew Fox's character, he does it so well, but he's just such a fucking douchebag, Mm. but, you know, as things happen, you're like, oh, you know, but every it's just like, everybody's so good. And it's, it's scary and it's, but it is, it, it is just, you're unprepared for when the violence happens and it's so violent. Mm. Um, and, uh, See, but it is actually, so that's
1: good. kind of how I prefer my movie violence. Yeah. yeah. The, the violence that bothers me is the, oh, look how fun all this is kind of yeah. violence. That's
3: not,
2: yeah.
1: that's, that's why I love for society.
3: promises. Oh, yeah. It doesn't have a lot of violent scenes, but the scenes that are violent are horrid. That's what I like about Cronenberg his his latter stage movies is he's decided to not make violence pretty. Yeah. He tell he uses it to tell the story, but he shows horrifying. how ugly it is. It yeah, be
2: horrifying and
3: ugly. And so I, I like that trope. <laughs> so that sounds like uh, Bone Tomahawk. That and you know, I'm still waiting for the Deadlands movie. Uh, I I keep I run that game periodically that would, and, uh, yeah, that and would if, if Bone Tomahawk's that. gonna
1: scratch that itch, then uh, let's 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 do that.
2: So what's your number three?
1: Uh, at number three, I have It Follows.
2: Number three, uh, for me, is also It Follows. Ding. Interesting, because that's another <laughs> one of my
1: three. I can't tell if it's you my number one or not. Hmm?
2: You me a Coke? <laughs> um, and Yeah, it was a strong I, contender for my number one. I literally, I thought... I didn't expect to October, like that as much as I did.
1: I didn't I expect you to like it as much as you did. Yeah. You did. Okay,
2: I have seen it, and I've gotten a different take on it. I've seen it three times, and I've gotten a different take on it every single time I've watched it. Um, I think the first time I watched it I was much more sympathetic to the, the, the teenage boy. Oh, yes. fuck that kid. And and on <laughs> yeah. the second well, no, watch, don't, but, yeah. on my second watch, um it really hit me how much he played on her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which,
3: which of the teenage boys? The, the annoying one that I wanted to
2: set on fire. The second one? The yeah. second one. Yeah. I mean the other guy was pretty upfront in his like in his merit. Yeah in his deadness. Yeah. his dude. He was a dude bro. Yeah. He made and no apologies, and he never presented as anything else. Yeah, yeah. The other so, guy's a fucking nice guy. Yeah, he is. Yep. yeah. he's the complete fucking milady, you know, <laughs> trophy fucking nice guy. Yeah, and yeah. and and I fell for it, and that's and why I wanted. to him on fire. Well, I fell for it because he just has that giant schnoz, and I just oh, <laughs> oh I'm also, so I'm so just little beaky boys. I just adore them. And
3: let's let's be honest. The reason the nice guy narrative exists at all It's cinema. It
2: sometimes works. Yeah. Well,
3: not that it sometimes works, it's that movies have taught have taught oh, a generation yeah. of guys this is how you do it. Yeah. Not realizing it's you know, say anything has a lot to, it, it, to it, answer it, It's for also it. taught
1: them that getting the girl is the thing. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: Yes. So, so you put in your nicest coins and
1: and, and and the story ends and you've won the prize. Yes. Because yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Now for me
3: it follows recently
0: watched Scott Hilder. Yeah. Right. For example,
3: yeah. <laughs> so, It Falls for me was I think the best horror that got theatrical release yeah. this year. Uh, and and again, it, it's the story is great because again, it's that slow but unstoppable. You can outrun the monster, but if you have to stop and rest, it's still coming. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: And and
2: that yeah. I you know but the thing is, is I was kind of sold with. The end of it, not so much them ending up together, but that there are some decisions decisions that you make that will follow you for the rest of your life. Yeah, yes. and that there is no solution. There is no reclaiming. There's no fix. I, there's just there's just yeah. dealing with the decisions you've made. I also didn't consider a it happy was, ending. Well, it's not a happy it's, ending. No. It, it is a surviving ending.
1: Yeah, for, for me, I, I feel the same way about it that I felt about Oculus's ending, and that yes. I, I wasn't satisfied by the ending. But there was no other way that it
3: could, it could have, have ended. It told a very effective horror film. I love the fact, and I know you've talked about it on several episodes. It very specifically takes itself out of any time frame. Yeah.
2: Yes, and, it is it, the time that isn't. You know, yeah. Uh,
1: the,
3: the, I, I
2: love that. I loved. I, I don't know where I heard that, but it's the time that isn't. Yeah. yeah. It,
1: yeah. It, I decided uh, it's it's the decade that movies are set in.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Well,
1: it's not even what
3: season is it? (laughs) Yeah, we don't. know. know. It looks like it's fall. fall, She's in the swimming pool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: I know. In fucking Detroit, man. Oh, I love you, Detroit.
3: It's strange. Well, it's not strange. that Detroit has become the default horror movies because it's becoming a horror scape
1: itself. I I, want to go back a bit because talking about time reminds me that this kind of subconsciously tickled at me the first time I saw uh, the Final Girls and it's bothering me more and more each time I watch it, is that the timing of it does not work. No, it doesn't matter. It, it's, it's clearly set in the modern day because they have, you know, smartphones.
2: Yeah.
1: And they talk about this 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 movie that she made 20 years ago in
0: 1987. Um. The 90s were only 10 years ago. Do not mess with me here. Do not mess with me I, yeah, I, with me I, I feel that,
3: that that was the filmmaker's problem, too. You know? <laughs> Well, I, you know, I mean, the, the hand yeah. wave on that is there's a lot of things I say, oh, that was like 20 years ago, where I'm just, I still,
1: in my head, think it's 2005. That, that was exactly, you know, yeah. my, the, the, the hand wave that I came up with is that when, when you know, but the mom like says,
2: no honey. yeah, no, is sorry. that when
1: the mom says 20 years ago, she was she just wrong. That's, that's the only way to really <laughs> make that work. Or it was, or uh, Camp Bloodbath was a 1995 movie that was set in 1987. Uh, Those are the only two ways I can make that work, but it doesn't matter.
2: I <laughs> yeah. You're thinking way, so hard.
1: Hard thinking way too hard it's about I'm
3: thinking way
2: too
1: hard It's the decade horror movies are set in.
2: Exactly. What is your number two?
1: Uh, that, my number two is Final Girls.
2: Okay, my number two is Crimson Peak. <laughs> yeah. Right. So sick. reasonable. What is your number one?
1: My number one movie, drum roll, <laughs> Um is one that I don't think you saw and that's Good Night, Mommy. Oh, really?
2: Yes. I have not heard good things said about that. Yeah,
1: I know, which is really interesting to me. And, and and I'll tell you why it's my number one movie, is because I can't think of any other horror movie that I saw this year that while I was watching it, towards the end, I just had this like voice in my head that was going, please stop this from happening. Oh. Someone please don't <laughs> let this happen. And... I don't get that feeling from a movie. And, right. and that was... You did
2: not feel safe.
1: I did not and, feel safe. And
2: you wanted it to stop.
1: Yeah. And so that's like kind of an ultimate experience for a horror film for me. So despite some of the flaws that the movie does have, I, I, I saw someone saying that the story was kind of trite and that they saw the ending coming. you're like, yeah, yeah. okay, sure. Uh, but for having had that experience... Yeah, I'm kind of glad I saw it alone in a theater, you know. Which, well, that's kind which of how really... I
2: felt about watching Den. Oh, yeah. I watched that by myself, at home, at home, alone in the
1: dark. Yeah, that's that's perfect.
2: And that movie scared the shit out of me. And there were people that were like, implausible, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Shut your whore mouth. Scared the shit out of me.
1: Um, and And... So with with Goodnight Mommy before, you know, the ending scene that that, that left me feeling in that state. just the build up of it, just, just everything in the movie is just so fucking creepy and it, it does mm. not let that creepiness go. got eighty
0: two percent of tomatoes. Huh. Good,
1: good. Okay. Yeah, I think you're just hearing the, the people, naysayers.
2: Yeah, the people and they're usually people whose opinions I kinda of trust, they nobody had a damn good thing to say. I know say about
1: Matt it. His last name I'm gonna mangle because yeah, uh you yeah, yeah, Fowler, yeah. Fowler? He, yeah. he like it? I don't know. Yeah. Um Matt, insert last name here. Um he he, he was like, nah, that was okay.
2: Yeah. And, I, oh, and that's kind oh, of the right. that I heard everybody have on it. Yeah. So crazy.
1: Um I still am trying to decide whether I want to recommend it to you or not. You know, uh, whether I think
2: you could I don't know. Yeah. I might watch it at some point, I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright, my number one, Let Us Pray. And
3: the last of my movies that I can't decide if it's number one Damn. or not, given on
2: the day. I, oh, Crimson Peak
0: would be my number one, but Let Us Pray is a super close contender. Let Us Pray
2: is the movie I needed this year. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah,
3: I, I'll agree to that.
2: And what this movie, whereas I kind of complain about um, Dark the Night, where the last shot almost almost ruins it. Uh, let us pray. This movie is made by the last two minutes. You know, I, I've i talked about this movie a bunch of times on the podcast, and um, it is a a new police officer who shows up to this police station in the fucking cesspit of humanity. Yeah, like, pretty much. It is. It is. I've never seen such
1: a wretched hive of scum and villainy. Yes,
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and it just it just keeps going wrong, and and you get this horrifying backstory on her of, of survival and abuse and terror. And then you get to see the adult she's become. And then you get to see her fight her way through everything going wrong. And then at the very end, I'm going to spoil it a little bit.
1: Spoiler warning. We are about to discuss the ending of this movie.
2: And at the very end, like, the devil shows up and he says, you know, <laughs> the two of us could lay waste to it all. We could, we could get everyone who's bad. I could gather them up and you could take them down and we could do all these things because the world it would be a cold place without you. And she looks at him and says, yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. And it is a it's woman going, I will lay waste to all that is wrong in the world. I will not apologize. I will not be, quote unquote, womanly and forgiving. I will not be I will, nice. I will not be fucking nice. I will fucking lay waste. And that is exactly the woman I needed. Because you called
0: me right after you watched it. And you were like, do you, do you care if I spoil you for this? Because, oh my God, I have to talk to you about this. I'm like, no, tell me about it. And as soon as you told me that end scene, I was like, we are watching this. We have to watch this. And as soon as we watched it on Horror Movie Night, I immediately pulled out my phone and went on to Amazon. I'm like, hey, the Blu-ray's ten bucks right I, now. And we both bought
1: right it. I, I did the same thing when we were watching Final Girls. Yeah. Like, I yeah, pulled yeah. out my phone and yeah. And soup, in two days, it this
0: will be fine. But <laughs> it was so good. And it was... And
2: the, and the thing is, it's like watching the movie itself, I was like, eh, this is a good horror it's movie. It's a good horror movie. And then when I watched back through it again, i no, this is really, this is really well done. It is really well done. It'll it's really at well acted. And it's very
1: atmospheric. There was something about it that that put me in the mind of <laughs> the kind of horror movies that I would rent from Blockbuster in the nineties. Oh, only, yeah. only this was actually as good as I remember those being. When, right,
2: except when you rewatch them now, they're in the mind. right, exactly. Yeah. Well, well but
1: you know, I, again, this is a movie I remember
3: watching it and going, "This is a good movie." I can see why everyone likes this. This is a good movie, but again, those last two minutes take it from good to awesome.
1: Yeah. And, oh, I, I, I have a specific comparison. You remember how I, I talked uh, several podcasts ago about having rewatched The Prophecy and it didn't quite hold yeah. up to my memory? Oh. This felt like I remember The Prophecy. This game. is
0: this was the best sequel to The Prophecy it I have absolutely seen. Absolutely was. Yeah. Yes. Well, because
1: yeah. one of the big spoilers <laughs> is who
3: uh, Liam, Cunningham's character is. Yeah. Uh, he's he just called Six throughout the movie because he's in Cell 6 it's actually actually one of the movies that I actually wrote a review for my October Horror Month on Fanboy News Network because of the impact of it and it's definitely one of the movies I keep telling people,
0: hey go watch this and it's on Netflix, it's yeah. waiting for you know. yeah. and much like Jen's reaction I think part of, of my visceral oh my god this is fantastic reaction is especially in the horror genre you do not get to see a lot of female characters who who unapologetically reject a lot of those feminine personality traits of no, I am not going to be kind. I am not going to be nurturing. I am not I'm
2: going. I'm I am not yeah. going to
0: turn the other cheek and and be a noble survivor. I am going to fuck shit up. What, and oh, I'm going to punish you for
2: doing wrong.
0: Yes, yeah. wait, wait, one of my favorite movies in, in,
1: in horror movies period. Has to be the ending of Scream, where Sidney has put on the mask and the costume, and attacked her attackers with the knife. Yes, this is that, but she never takes the costume back off. Nope. Well, it's it's again. It's uh, like you said. It's
3: the uh, because we've been on this kind of kick of movies of the woman accepting her dark power. We just rewatched The Legacy. Uh-huh. Recently, which has a very similar <laughs> ending, <laughs> what
2: will we do now whatever I really, want.
3: Yeah, uh, yes. and I think that's well. Okay,
2: let us pray. <laughs> let us pray
1: is a national lottery film.
3: You know, and I, I think really we've like had quite, good luck with national
1: lottery films. The and the legacy to survive. Huh? I was I was surprised that that he made
2: it
1: again. i man. Yeah, <laughs> that, well, <laughs> he was protected by that mustache.
3: He right?
2: was. <laughs>
1: Well,
3: anything. <laughs> you know, great movies. Uh, you were complimenting me earlier on the script I'm writing. Yes. How I subverted a trope. Yeah, exactly. And, exactly. But it's that when you have the trope, because again, the expectation at the end of Let Us Pray is, well, she's the hero, so she's going to reject his offer.
1: Yeah. Exactly. That's the
3: normal trope. Yeah. And this movie, the re- one of the reasons we love it is it took that trope and went, fuck
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to. I, I accept your offer to lay waste to the wicked. <laughs> so, so I, 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 as is sometimes my want, I'm going to divert into Doctor Who for a moment. <laughs> um, no, I know, I, you're astonished. I, I do need to start that Doctor Who podcast with Miranda one of these days. That's going to be a 2016 project. Um, but there's, uh, there's a lot of Doctor Who, uh, the, of the classic series, that when I was a kid, I read the novelization before I saw the episode. I did a couple of those, yeah. And there's one where there, there's a scene where um, the the Master is, is saying to the Doctor, you know, come with me, and, and we'll, we'll split the galaxy in half. You know, you can make yours a perfect, peaceful paradise, you know. yeah. And where the Doctor, who is currently trapped on Earth at that point, yeah. um, is like, oh, yes, you know, maybe... So maybe
2: the Kung Fu Doctor, right? Yes. I like um, that Doctor. He's good. I kind good. of like yeah. to then cosplay that. Oh, that would
1: be fantastic. You should mm-hmm. totally do that. Oh, but so in the scene, he's totally like, oh, yeah, you know, maybe I should, maybe you're right. And when I read the book, I'm like, oh, he's just, just snowing him, you know, he's just playing along in order to, 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 and then when I saw the episode, the way John Pertwee actually plays that, you're like, um, Doctor? Um, doctor, <laughs> you, you, you can't... But maybe. But maybe, yeah.
0: <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Well, so, right
3: <laughs> that's kind of amazing. <laughs> well, I, I, I could easily see that kind of conflict in the current Doctor. They could, oh, yeah, they yeah absolutely. That same conflict. In absolutely.
1: Him. Well, it, it, it kind of ties into to, uh, the, the, the tenth Doctor, when he's offered just, just, just absolute power by Anthony Head's character. Yeah. Yes. And, and it's like, I could save everyone. Yep. You know? Yeah.
2: All right. So, you know, you know, two of the movies that I spoke really highly of, I literally watched today.
1: <laughs> um,
2: there was a good portion of this year that I, I really didn't feel like there was that much coming out. And it, 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 it was an odd year. It was. Um, I've, I've had years where I was finding a lot of independent stuff, and I was just really enthused about it. And there was a lot of hunting. This year of like trying to find stuff I really yeah. liked, and there's just too much going on. I yeah, a lot going on. It was a rough year, and uh, it's definitely ending better than it started. Yes, um and you know, I'm excited I had this much to talk about. Yeah, um there are a lot of good movies this year. And yeah, I, uh, I know
1: when, when we were first talking about you know doing this episode, you were like, Is there even going to, to be top, enough
2: t- 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 stuff t- to t- talk about? Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't want to break it up because I just, I didn't feel it was worth even sorting out into a 10 through, t- you know, one and, yeah. um, rediscovered the enthusiasm for it after I saw a couple more movies. And, Good. uh, you know, I, yeah you know, on top of doing this podcast, I, I was also doing reviews for a while and I, you know, I, I look forward to getting the energy back to doing that and, and just enjoying it more. And I feel like I've gotten, I mean, literally, like, even just the last couple of days, I feel like I've gotten a lot more enthusiasm for, awesome. for my horror movies, for well, my stories.
0: For your stories. You gotta watch my stories. And, well, speaking of watching your stories, because this year we had the ending of what a good, what was a good horror show, which was the last season of it. I
2: um, almost yes. didn't want to bring up any of the, the, the television, because unless we can go into it, and I'm, I'm done. And okay, that's fine. So, uh, anyway, for another day, yeah. Hamble oh. was great. Penny Dreadful was great. Oh, I mean, as
1: far as uh, non horror movies, good. that that Star Wars Force Awakens was not bad. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, was I it
2: was pretty good. kind of liked it. It was fucking amazing. <laughs> it was really good. It was the Star Wars movie we've all been waiting. You yes,
1: know. it was the movie we deserved.
2: <laughs> um, well, when was the last one of the the first trilogy in eighty uh, two?
1: Something like that. Yeah. No, so we've been waiting
2: since then for this movie. Yeah.
1: And it was worth I don't
2: know if I'm ever going to show Tessa the second three. Don't, no. because you know she <laughs> loves the first three, and she's been watching yeah. Star Wars Rebels. And wait, 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 when she's older, like, you can have the talk <laughs> with, <laughs> with her. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. And that will be. But, but, but you can it take her to, to go to see Force up, Awakens. An important conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Or show sure, it when it comes out on Blu-ray.
2: But we're, yeah, we're going to watch some... that one at home. I don't think. Yeah. Don't yeah. Because yeah. 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 And we're not going to spoil. No. I think, but I think my, my delicate little flower, that yeah movie I think that needs to be watched at, at home. home. Yeah. But that, anyway. That so. was
1: something that, that I read online the other day that just charmed the hell out of me, is uh, Chuck Wendig, you know, that author that, that I, I follow his blog and yeah. have read a lot of his writing advice. Uh, he wrote a Star Wars novel that came out earlier this year. Um, and his son has just turned five. And this was the first theater movie that he showed his son. And how fucking perfect (laughs) is that? That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm, I'm glad you're getting your your movie mojo back on. on. And, yeah, roll on 2016. We will talk to you later. Break it. Ooh.